can sell. For people who are just joining in, we should give them a quick update of where this started, some context around how this came about and exactly what we're doing. So Michael had me on his Spaces podcast about a month ago or so. And we were talking about in my Twitter bio, I've got the learn, create, build, sell. And that intrigued him as a business guy and a creator as well. So he was picking my brain about that. And so what we decided to do was go through a four-week podcast Twitter Spaces session where Michael and I are essentially going to be creating a digital product that as we're going to go through each week, we're going to go through learning, creating, building, and selling the steps of the process so that we provide a framework of how we would go about building a digital product. And we're going to show you our process and you can glean the learnings off of us as well while we go through this project. So it's a bit of a case study as well as a live project of how to create a digital product, how we're going to go about building it and selling it as well. So that's the goal in a four-week span. Do you want to add anything to that there, Michael? Yeah. The product we're making is in part the recordings that come out of this show and right. that it's really based around what we've already been doing. Doing. So the idea is to take a lot of existing work and put it into something that is then packaged and ordered for sale and that we're in the process executing on the different skills of marketing and on building in public. But it's really come about just as a result of the work and creation we're already doing. Okay, so today is day one, and the first step of this learn, create, build, sell framework is learning. So that's the theme for today's show. Yeah, and we've got five core questions to answer today. What have we been learning about? What do we create right now? What is our goal? What of our learnings will be most relevant to this goal? And how does our product provide $500 in value? So first up, what have we been learning about right now that is relevant to this idea of an info product? And info product can be anything, digital product can be anything, but I think in this case, we're looking at something more in the vein of what's being called an operating system right now, which mm -hmm. in my opinion is just a notion doc of a few different tables and spreadsheets and then a list of curated resources. So rather than an ebook or course. Yeah, something a little more practical than either one of those. Okay. But it's probably important to point out that the general framework that we're going to be going over could be used for those as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think they're really interchangeable at the end of the day. As we mm -hmm. go through it, we could turn this into an ebook and a course in two or three more steps. I just don't think mm -hmm. that the time bounds on this particular project allow for it. Okay, so what have we been learning about? Do you want to kick off what you've been learning about most recently? I've been learning a lot about audience building and partnerships around audience building and particularly the relationship building that goes into that and doing a lot of that on Twitter. And I've been learning a lot about how creators operate, how they grow their audiences over time. And that's as a result of the podcast that I've been producing. So it's a lot more specific and a lot more specialized than some of the other work I've done in the past. And it lets me really dig in on what it means to be a creator. And so I think that's really valuable to this particular project because I've narrowed it and seen just too many creators failing at either the first dollar or getting that first dollar into something that can sustainably build over time. And you've done this, right? So a, not yeah. with digital products much. I've done some SaaS marketing and some other sort of work like that in the past. And then I've built up some productized services and digital services, but I haven't sold successfully a digital product at any real high level yet. I've helped clients do it. I just haven't done it myself. And so this is an experience I'm looking forward to, but I've done pretty much my entire career up.
up until now has been selling things online or selling services online or SaaS online. Okay. So very comfortable with selling. You've got the experience of prospecting and finding people who will purchase and just never around a digital product. Yeah. That's where I the think whole creator a... audience building space is very new to me. Okay. I sell one to one in most of my bigger products. Okay. And I've never sold a digital product as well. So it'll be a fun four weeks of kind of experimentation and learning. So you launched your podcast, the Creator Spaces podcast, a couple months ago. And that's how you've really been able to glean a lot of your recent learnings about audience building and that sort of thing. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah. taking some other courses on the side and I've built audiences for other people. But most of the way I make money is through targeted SEO and appearing on podcasts, which I guess is a form of audience building, but I never really thought about it as such. Are there any key learnings or guiding principles that you've been exposed to that you didn't know about in the past as you've gone through these Twitter spaces? Has anything just stood out to you? Yeah, it really is all about building the one-to-one relationships. So when I look at a goal of 110,000 reach, and realistically, we probably want to hit closer to 150,000 or 200,000, I ask myself, how do we actually get to that sort of reach if we're building an email list? Or how do we get to that sort of targeted reach in a way that we can make money through affiliate sales or through some other thing to reach that sales goal? End answer is absolutely without doubt reaching out to people who already have audiences and making that a core part of the way we design and build this thing and making that a core part of the way we advertise it and the way we get it in front of people. Because realistically, we can't build an audience of one or 2,000 people in 30 days and have it warm for sale in the amount of time we're dedicating. So what are we creating right now? We've already talked about my podcast and you've got a newsletter. That's right. So I'm building the growth currency newsletter strictly through Twitter and Substack is the platform I'm leveraging. Nice. So what's that about and how does it apply to what we're talking about now? Yeah, growth currency, just a quick background to the name. I thought of it when I was thinking about how you learn. So it is applicable to this section of our framework. So I feel like you need to know things before you can execute on them. I say knowledge is the currency of growth. So you gain knowledge by learning. And what I do with that philosophy is I curate a newsletter that has resources, tools, links to communities and websites and other, I highlight other creators as well who are basically doing all of these things and who will help a new creator expedite the process of just starting to building an audience. I'm there to supply them with all of the resources that they couldn't possibly find on their own. Yeah. And so then those resources are our baseline for the curation of the resources that we'll be recommending for people to use. That's right. Are you creating anything else right now that might be relevant? I guess the closest thing would be I'm in ship 30 for 30 right now, the May slash June cohort. And so we're just creating daily posts on any topic you desire. So I'm creating that just in some ways to help flesh out some ideas, help build on these frameworks that I've been thinking about. And it has been helpful to build an audience. It's been a good experience for growth on Twitter as well.
the goal here is pretty straightforward. We've got four episodes. It's about an hour each episode. And we want to put together a product that provides $500 in value so that we can sell it at a $47 price point and sell 22 copies. So that way we make $1,000. Now, I've done some real quick back of the napkin math here that says if we want to sell 22 copies at a 2% conversion rate, we need 1,100 emails if we were doing it all through email. Nice. Yeah. And then if we're actually trying to get that many emails, we'd need a reach of 110,000. And with the goal of also spending next to zero dollars on promotion. Yeah, I think zero and about five hours of total work over the month, including these sessions. Yeah, so lofty, possibly. Achievable, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think the exciting thing is just having the constraint of the 30 days. So it's going to be interesting to see what we can come up with. So the next question you have here on our list is what of our learnings will be most relevant to our goal? Yeah, I think we've already answered those. That was one of the big things we went in going in by choosing this operating system because they're just a set of curated resources and scorecards yeah. or other spreadsheet lists for management. So yeah. the explicit lack of content creation required to be done is the only way we can get it done in this amount of time because you've already curated the lists of places to look. We can curate the curators. Yeah, no, that's true. So how does the product provide $500 in value? Yeah, if we make it very clear that it can earn you $500, and that's going to do it. So question for the audience, how can we make you $500? And <laughs> giving you the money is not a valid answer. <laughs> I'll jump in with some ideas if people are being too shy. So I'll speak to it from a newsletter standpoint. It would be amazing to earn, you know, say 500 MRR as an example. So how would this product go about doing that? Or how could I leverage this product to earn $500 of monthly recurring revenue for my newsletter? That would be one question that I would have. So that's then resources around monetization. Exactly. And then I would say just simple sales. I mean, to me, $500 in value. If I can sell two coaching engagements at one hour each, that's 500 bucks for me in that. Yep. That's normally two or three emails back and forth with somebody. Okay. And so, is that cold outreach or is that, would that be a kind of a warm lead? Either way. It's cheap enough that if they're going to buy it, they'll try it out. And if they like it, they'll buy again. Okay. So basically backending your offer, your newsletter with a, an offer for a one-to-one -one consult, consulting yeah. session. Yeah. Okay. So let's say you're a freelancer wanting to get into the world of freelance writing. How could this product help you in that regard, would you think? I don't think this is really targeting somebody who's trying to go into freelance writing. If we think okay. back through who, what, when, where, why. So the why of somebody buying this product is they are looking for a rapid process in order to build, create, and sell products. And they're looking mm -hmm. for a system to do it. And if that's the case, then the who, they could be a writer but they're writing about a specific topic. They're not just a right. writer online. And so this would be about them turning different ideas for courses or eBooks into <laughs> packaged resources that they could sell. And I think if we're looking through that lens, then it's somebody who has already found a community or a tribe that they're able right. to grow with. And so they already have an idea of the sort of content they're creating. Got it. So then this might be a bit of an advanced purchase for the person who is pretty green 
into whatever niche or whatever kind of world of online content creation they're in. Yeah, because I think one of the keys, at least for us, and one of the keys for somebody going in is what have you already learned about? Because you can't learn the whole process that quickly. No, you'd have to have a, some expertise or at least a degree of knowledge in something to be able to flesh this out relatively quickly. Okay. Do you have any ideas on somebody who might be into podcasting and would want to leverage this resource? I don't really think of it in terms of mediums. Like okay. it, it can be a newsletter. It can be a podcast. You can just have a big Twitter following. So long as you have an audience and a channel, this is designed for you to take your target audience or take the idea of a target audience and then see if you have fit with a product because you're working from what you've already learned. So you've got an audience, you've got a bit of knowledge or a bit of expertise in something. Yeah. That you can and I'm not sure you actually need an audience. The key here, you've got a target audience in mind. Okay. And you can always leverage other people's audiences like we exactly. addressed earlier as well. But if we don't know who we're targeting, we can't reach out to other people's who have that as their audience. So if we were to summarize the learn phase, we need to leverage other people's knowledge as well. And that's why part of this curated resource list is the hope is to have a nice list of free resources where you can brush up on things like copywriting, no code, learning to learn as has become more popular. So we're going to create a list of free resources for anybody who's going to be purchasing this product. So we'll also have a paid resource if you're wanting to pay for some more in-depth training or learning. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Michael, but we want to be reasonably exhaustive, but we're not going to obviously include every single niche under the sun. If I had Sorry, to narrow it down, given our time constraints, I would narrow it exclusively to things that can make money, that have a direct monetization point. Okay. Because I think those are the things that if you already have some sort of existing knowledge, those are going to be the most useful. Do you have a top three? So a course community, and then I'd probably put video, newsletter, podcast all in the same group, because I think that then limits it down to these are the things that you can explicitly monetize with. I want to dig into the scorecards. Okay. First up, I've got this scorecard for content audience fit, and it's a pretty easy set of factors to run down. So okay. first up is ease of content discovery. How easily can we find our target audience? Are they online? Yes. Do they have active subscriptions and distribution and coordinated distribution channels as well as hashtags and their own separate subcultures? Yes, certainly. Great. Super discoverable online. There are multiple key tribes with major active communities. Also true. I think if we're looking at communities that we can easily reach out to, I would put Ship 30 for 30 at the front of that list. And then I'd probably say I know a few different places in the Indie Hacker, Indie Stack community that we could post as well. And then audience ability to buy. This is mm -hmm. a high value niche. It is not really a business expense, but it's close to it. And How do you mean? if you are a creator and you have a business associated with your creator work, then it could right. be a business expense. I gotcha. But in most cases, it will not be. Yeah. How resistant are they to monetization? I think this is an audience that expects to pay for things. I think creators and people on the creator journey tend to buy things that help move them along that journey fast. Yep, guilty. I think we have an active interest in the things that we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. This is a three or four, and that's because this is what we're already creating content about. Yeah. Overlap with current audiences. Yeah, this is pretty close to a lot of the current audience work I talk about. It certainly overlaps with the podcast, even though I think my wider audience is a little more marketing focused and a little less specifically creator product focused. Mm -hmm. I'm working to change that. How about you? Yeah, 100%. Should 
30 is the main community I'm interacting with the most right now. It's very creator heavy. I think that there's just tons of overlap. Awesome. Competitiveness for audience attention. I think this is a mm. pretty competitive niche. Yes. The creator economy itself is a growingly competitive niche by the day. Yeah. And so let's try to narrow this niche down okay. so that we're not in as broad of a niche and we can maybe get a little more competitive with it. Okay. Like so that. let's say this is for creators who already have a habit of consistently creating with a growing audience who have not yet developed a consistent monetization strategy. Okay. So they're creating pretty regularly. They have a bit of an audience, but they haven't figured out how to monetize. This sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah, I think that's you. I think that's me. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't really monetize my audience. I monetize through other methods and then mm -hmm. I just reinvest mm -hmm. here. That's right. And you have a goal. Like this is all very intentional the way you've been doing these spaces and recording them and creating content around them, correct? Oh yeah. This is all uh, super yeah. targeted towards me building up an income in this category. So taking a few first steps is what I'm looking to do in this month. Okay, cool. So creators who have an audience who have been publishing regularly, could we niche it down further than that? Or I do we think need to? Twitter, mm -hmm. newsletter, emphasis on audio and text. So between this week and next, what are our goals? What do you need to do? What do I need to do? Next week's topic is create. So we need to have a really clear guide as to exactly what we're going to include in this resource. And next week, we're going to talk about the product outline. But I think we want to have it pretty fleshed out so that we have things to talk about and ways we can promote it. Yeah, and we're going with Gumroad, right? Yeah. So then we're going to want to get that description up, the whole outline, put up the Gumroad page, and then start getting the rest of the core of the product together by the yeah. sounds of it. Yeah. Awesome.